What's up, what's up? <clears throat> we, I got a frog in my throat. But listen, <laughs> we are back. I'm back with, this is number three from the comeback in the new studio. Shout out to everybody who's been tuning in. But I had to come back. I, all right, this is a special. I got a, this, today's a special guest because I've been trying to get you on for a minute. And I was in the middle of a move. But uh, this is something um, a little bit out the box, but still in the box of our world. So, I, first of all, I want to welcome to the smoking pot, the smoking word podcast. And I got a disclaimer on the name already. And I already knew it because I was practicing it. Okay. I want to welcome to the smoking word Anusha, right? Yes. So that was out without reading your little abbreviation stuff. I was like, I'm going to get this shit. But uh, first of all, what I want to say what's up. And for everybody out there who don't know is she's just more than just a dope name, Anusha, because that's a dope name, by the way. She is also the president, like at the hair club for men, but you are also the president of Killer. Right here, I'm dropping all, everything of Killer. How you? How was the full official title from the for your company? Is it Killer Cakes Coke? How would you say it to people? You got it. Also, it's just you don't say the full thing. Uh, Killer Cake Co and Company, Killer Cake Co. Why would you exhaust yourself and say the full word company? <laughs> you know what? You're right. It sounds more official, but um, for everybody out there who who don't know, basically, um, I I I basically I I want to say I either seen you on the Scandalous podcast or promoting one of your products with one of the bands. But long story short, um, she makes um some protein pancakes, and the the main reason why one of the main things um that 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 got me interested in the whole thing is a lot of people in our world being heavy music and metal hardcore whatever the you know the, the the old days were the whole drug addict um alcoholic well, there's still some of those but that the later wave of people are really into health fitness and whatever and especially in our world that was considered a, to be a bunch of degenerates yeah you were one of the first people that i seen a, a lot of people in our world are into the whole movement and 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 their trainers and work at gyms but you were probably the first person that i seen from our world that actually had a product that was, um, you know, um, what is it because of health based, you know, workout based or something, you know, that goes along in that world. I never met nobody like that. I met many people that train and yeah. they all listen to music, but nobody who actually had a product or something. So I thought that was really cool. And I was like, I got to get you on. And I saw that you were from the scene, not just like, you know, a vaguely into the music, you know, you were. I could tell you, you know, you're from the music and you had a product that I thought was dope. And I got my, I started getting in my health, trying to get my health thing back into, into gear. So we I see. wanted to get you on and I like promoting new businesses, you know, too, because I also, I know I'm, I'm talking long, but I want to give this whole little thing out. You had sent me some and the whole plan was I wanted to eat them on while I was talking to you, but I <laughs> ate them a while ago before the move. So, and they were good, but, um, so tell me how we're going to go backwards, but how did you fall in? Cause I know you're into training, yeah. right? So obviously that's in what made you pull the trigger on doing something, 
you know, uh, one being creative and also uh, uh, this business venture and, you know, what made you choose this lane? Sure. So I'm still small scale, which to be honest with you, it's fun. And I think that people like us can relate to that because you have a lot of other things going on in your life, whether it be a second job, you know, family, friends, whatever else. And sometimes you have a creative outlet already, but there's all these other interests that um, you want to tie into your life. And it's even better if you can maybe make some money while doing it. Of course. So I forever have been a weird mix of things anyway, I would say. So like I grew up athletic and I was a healthy eater. Just, I just like Oh, you you were one of them. I know about you. The healthy eater, the the track star. What was your sport? I still uh, basketball. Basketball. Oh, you a baller, All right? Yeah. I'm horrible. I'm the so, worst. <laughs> so I played hoops. I also played soccer. But I mean, so no, not track star. I've never been a fast runner. So not right. <laughs> cardio, but I'm not gonna run next to anybody. So there was that, and then um, and I always like to cook and. Um, and so I start, and you know, it wasn't really until later on that I was playing around with recipes that I'd seen online. And then I take parts that I'd like, and then I essentially like cut it into a much more healthy version. Um, and then I would keep messing with it until it actually tasted good and was good for you. Um, and there was a, a chunk for like a good couple of years where I was also tracking macros pretty seriously so i would also count that and and so i came up with a few different kinds of recipes that were really popular amongst friends especially friends at the gym that were also lifting um and the lifting part didn't come till later on that was just like i, I would just go to, to the gym be on the treadmill whatever you know like after team sports when you're older you do some boring stuff whatever keeps you active and and then I happened to find a CrossFit gym by my old house. I'm from DC. I'm now living in Baltimore, but uh, found a gym, tried it out. And what I really love the most was all the barbell movements. Um, so I started training yeah. weightlifting. So now that's what I do um, is like my uh, main training is Olympic lifting. And then I just do some random cardio stuff on the side. But I was a vegetarian for so long that it was really hard for me to get a lot of protein. And there was days after being in the gym that I would just feel so beat up. So I tried to incorporate that into some of the like baking and cooking I was doing. Um, and then from that just kind of came a couple things <clears throat> muffins, and then these protein pancakes. And so it kind of just became popular amongst like friends and, and people at the gym and, and the, the products, I mean, the ingredients were expensive. So people um, were, you know, offering to just pay for me to like make some batches of mix. And then gotcha. uh, it kind of grew from there. And so I decided, and at the time I was, I was, you know, I still have another job and, and I was with a different company at the time and I, and I wasn't loving it and I had no creative outlet there. Um, and so this was really, really fun for me, whether it was making money in the beginning or not. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do it, then I think it's got to be truly authentic, which is a big part of what I am anyway. And I think all of us can attest to that. Yeah. So 
I'm going to incorporate everything that goes along with it. So the kind of music that we're listening to in the gym, which is heavy music, and it's a, it's a big mix of metal and hardcore. And and I had some friends in bands already, and some of them were already lifting. So I kind of passed it on to them. And then one person would be like, oh, let me intro you this, to this person and this person and this person. And and so it kind of just went on from there. And just like you, you know, like, I don't know when it was when we first chatted, like um, six months ago or something. <clears throat> doing this but it, it and like that's been I think one of the funnest and most touching parts and and this is what I said to Ashley when I when she had me on the scandalous podcast too is it's just so cool to see how people are like okay we we see that we have things in common you're from our world we want to support you in the same way that I think these bands have 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 really enjoyed doing what their passion is for a living and then watching people support them, whether it be going to shows or buying merch or following them. And now that we have social media, like supporting each other there. So it was so awesome to see people doing the same for me, obviously friends and family, but a lot of them are not in there. I have a big chunk that, you know, don't have the same music taste as me. So there was some additional people that were more of acquaintances that just kind of flooded in. We're like, wow, this is really cool. And we want to help and we want to be a part of it. And that to me has been honestly like the most exciting part to the point where I'm like, you know what? I have, I have a regular job too. And I don't give a shit if I'm turning a profit for a while. This has been so nice in terms of like being a part of a community. I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm 38. As you get older, you get busy. Like you don't see some of your friends on a regular basis anymore. And so to have these extra interactions and to have made some new friends out of it too has been really cool. Um, Yeah. And we could still stay connected to our roots, you know, being around the music because it's hard to find a, a, a business venture where you could connect the dots with what you do for fun. You yeah. know what I mean? People don't understand like, we're lucky to be able to have even if it's a side hustle or whatever if we're able to connect our love for something and maybe be able to turn a profit and be creative you know it's a win same thing with this the podcast it was a way for me to get to keep stay you know keep my my name in the mix promote what i had to promote nobody's paying me you know we do it to to it supports the movement and the movement supports back well that's what we kind of go for you know what i mean no it really does though yeah, for sure. And, 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 and what works is, again, like me running into you, seeing you on the podcast and seeing you in the same world. But this is what people got to understand. A lot of people, uh, the guys in the band, in general, I'm just going to take this for an example. The guys in the band want to be the athletes. The athletes want to be the guys in the band. The guy, you know what I mean? The, C, the, the, the guy in the band wants to be the CEO of a company. The CEO of the company wants to be the guys. It's just, you know... That's why um, people are more, you know, sometimes people think um, um, when they're dealing with musicians and stuff, like their job may not be like exciting to that person because it's not, it doesn't have to do with a stage or a spotlight, but it's, it doesn't work that way. You know, where, when we, like, again, I saw a product that I liked and I could connect the dots to somebody who relates with the music. I said, oh, they get it. Now they'll understand. Okay. Blasting music. Okay certain terminology you know um, ways of talking ways of thinking you know ways of dressing you know all that you know what i mean um you know and, you know gym codes they, there's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit it's, gyms could be like high schools you know what i mean yeah, yeah that you know so it's good when when, when i i see it now i see a guy with a metal shirt 
I don't look like a metal hardcore guy. I don't really wear the gear, but I see them and I'm, I always feel good. Like, all right, there's one of us there. So it's like. At full first. Yeah. Okay. So the grass is always greener on the other goddamn side. That's <laughs> so you're right about that. But, but yeah, the gym thing is, is very true. And I think even since moving to Baltimore, so I have, I actually have two gyms because one is better in terms of platforms for lifting. And then there's just a regular uh, gym. That's like a block from my house, which is so easy. So I go there as well. Um, and, and it's so funny compared to DC, like if any given time that I'm in there, it's maybe like at least a quarter of the gym is wearing either hardcore band t-shirt, or metal t death metal tees, you know, and some of them still, it's like, you gotta be some sort of expert to read, some of the oh yeah sanskrit yeah you got to know how to read sanskrit braille whatever i can't read i'm i know i'm old i need i wear glasses as it is now you want to go crazy so, so i can just see from afar and then i'm like okay it's cool we're all i, I could tell and sometimes you want to walk by and be like hey what are you listening to like share your playlist you know i do the same shit i went by a guy he had a, a old school hardcore shirt it was this old man um what was a chain of strength, an old straightest band. And I was at a food spot and I walked by him. I said, nice shirt. He goes, yeah, it's a band. I said, oh, cool. You know, he thought I was like, and I'm like, but I love it. I love being incognito in a way. But to me, you know, not just metal. Like when I say metal, I'm talking about even the people that are into the underground metal and the hardcore and that, that like the real gritty stuff. When you see somebody that has one of those shirts or a look that you know, okay, they're really about that life. It's like a superpower. I always say it's like you look at each other walking by, you like, you could almost, you know what they're thinking, how you could approach them and talk to them. Because, listen, if you see somebody with a, you know, a Slayer shirt, sure, it's very vague. Now you see somebody with maybe like, you know, a, you know, agnostic front shirt, a Chromag, it's a little bit more, oh, okay, they're a little bit, you could kind of narrow mentality styles of thinking a little bit more and be like a relate so i always see it as a superpower and i thought it was cool again when people that we come from the gutter but we're starting to do things out the box like you know like doing shows being promoters running clubs businesses you know um because a lot of people associate heavy music and whatever just being like a a, a little kid music you know like um it's very youthful, but they take it almost kiddie, you know? Oh, you're into heavy metal, you're into hard, and they, they almost look at it as like on some kid shit, and it's like, we are the people running companies. We're the people, you know, you know, making the music, owning the companies, and doing all that stuff. So I try to back it whenever I can back it, you know? Of course. And uh, I think, to me, you know, I don't really... Um... And I'm not really a drinker. I mean, it's every time, once in a while, I have like an occasional drink, right? And as you get older, it's not like you're really doing stuff out, like going out late or, and it's hard to even make plans with people that you're super close with because everybody's got so much going on. Um, but one of the things that I do really look forward to and that I do do in terms of outings is going to shows. So it's nice and even I, it's weird because it's almost like maybe we were taking that for granted in a way. And then, you know, during COVID, when things closed down, you were like, well, shit, what am I supposed to do? You know? And then when things started opening back up, it was when I was really like, okay, I'm going to really make more of an effort to 
go to more shows because I truly miss it. But also I want to, no matter how tired I am Monday night, whatever, even if I have to leave, like before the set's completely over, I feel good about supporting because it just made me even more aware of how important everybody supporting each other is. And I think on top of that, it was just, we missed it. You know what I mean? Like it's not here the whatever you're hearing in your earbuds at the gym um, or, you know, you're playing when you're doing stuff around the house, but there's like nothing that you feel more than good live music, like at, at like a heavy music show. Right. Yeah. And those are some of my like best memories, especially like I lived in New York for a while and going to some of these like tiny venues in Brooklyn, like 15 plus years ago or whatever it is. And I can still recall those times and, um, and, and it's great. I mean, I'm glad I did it, you know, and I, and, and so that kind of, it makes me want to not stop doing it, even if I'm sleepy at 9 p.m. Yeah, no, for sure. This whole pandemic, like I was one of, I'm a, I was a jaded band guy. So I was already, not till we lost it all. I realized I was the, I even missed the people I hated. I was like, I actually want to see the people I don't like. I actually miss these motherfuckers. I was like, I want to see them and not like them in person. Cause I missed not liking them in person. I wouldn't even tell them. I go, you know what? I, well, I wouldn't tell them that actually, but I go, I'm actually glad to see you. And they'd be like, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, if you only knew. <laughs> but that, that, that. Some people are like, man, this guy didn't like me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I like everybody. I like, well, most people. But it, it definitely um, made me love the scene. And again, I relaunched. I had this podcast many years ago, but it was before technology was up to speed and before I was up to speed with technology. But um, during the pandemic, the whole. Um, uh, what do you call it? The whole, um, everything started, the technology, you know, got easier. Everybody was doing these, uh, uh, stream yards and all that. So I said, let me relaunch it, stay connected. And again, I, I wanted to be creative. I wanted to keep in contact with the scene, see what's, I'm one of those people. Like I don't read the newspaper a lot, but I love the news in our world. I'm always curious on what's going on in the scene. You know, who's playing, who's playing with who, who broke up. Who's going on what tour? Like, I, I'm still a fan of the scene like that. And, you know, and just what the scene could do, you know, because uh, and heavy music in general, it, it gets props, but it's still got a long way from, you know, it should be up there with hip hop. You know what I mean? In some ways, like on the, because it's the same underground kind of music is just not as a, um, easy to take down at first, you know? Yeah. And I, I used to know more of underground hip hop. Um when I was younger and like in high school and all that, I mean, my music taste, um, I grew up on, on, on actually on, on hip hop and, and R and B and including heavy music. Go, go down there where you was all that go, go shit, right? Go, go is big. Yeah. I remember, I don't know if you know, nine thirty club in DC, but I remember I played there a couple of times. Yeah. At least, um, like once or twice a year, the roots would play. And I remember no matter what, it was like a tradition, you know, me and my friends would go see the roots and yeah. it, those are my best memories. Um, and, and, uh, I think as I got to be a teenager, I, I was obsessed with like Eminem, you know, um, I've seen Eminem live so many times. I went to college in the Bronx. I get to college and, you know, when you're a freshman, they just pair you up with a random person. 
and um, and she was from Long Island, so she got there before me. So I guess she had like you know. I hope this girl's college door. The thing this big, I walk in. She's already there. She's already set up. I've got my my Eminem poster. My I don't know what else. Like ready to go to decorate the walls. I walk in. She's got. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants, <laughs> purple. Okay, and look, you know I don't want to disrespect SpongeBob. I don't, <laughs> but it just it was. I was like, huh. Well, I wonder how this is gonna work. So I was like, you know what? All right, you know, unroll this. I put Eminem above my bed. We weren't friends, but we got along just fine. But um, but yeah, that was. And then you know, um, but I like all kinds of stuff. Um, and including a lot of soul, like, you know, I was one of the most bummed out things for me was uh, when Amy Winehouse passed away. I was such a huge yeah. fan. Yeah, um, but she's waste. like, yeah, forever be one of the greats. You know, like, you know, um, John Legend is incredible. My first concert ever in life was Lauren Hill. Oh, wow. That's good, though. That's a good concert. The Miseducation Tour. And this is actually, I kind of like this fact, but um, the opener for her was Outcast because they weren't big. Wow. Enough. Yeah, yeah. I remember they would go on tour. That whole crew would go. That yeah. Goody Mob crew, Outcast, all those. Wow, yeah. So, so, yeah, I have so many good music and show related memories that it's just it's I mean, it's going to be a part of me forever. So it's exciting to kind of incorporate that into this the, the side gig that, that I've been doing now. And so I was like, you know, I don't if if people don't understand it, then that's OK. It, it's um, they don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Let, let me ask you this, because you said I know you say you were an athlete and I know how athletes and music connect. You know, that's a big thing, you know. Athlete, what were you listening to when before you played? So Did you was, have a preference, I should yeah, ask. I mean, I'm no pro. I feel like that's like a pro athlete thing, right? Like <laughs> their earpods, because that's like it's their profession. For us, you know, when you're because I, I wasn't good enough to play in college, unfortunately, but uh, but high school athletes especially as a female, you know, like you're with your friends on the team. And yes, you take it seriously. We were athletic, you know, but we were also friends. So I, 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 A, I can't really remember, but it wasn't, and it also wasn't a time like, you know, we're, that's that Walkman time. Like I'm not having those. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I never thought about that. <laughs> I never thought about that. Like the whole listening to music, if anything, it was at the park with somebody with the radio, but yeah, you didn't have the metal <laughs> the, metal, the little foam that barely stood on your ears. Horrible, the worst. So one thing that we did do was, and I'm sure you remember this, is like when you re record stuff off the radio, right? So you like take an empty cassette tape and you record the songs you like. And so sometimes I remember I would make like a mix cassette that way. And then we would play it on the boom box and just put it on the side of the court as we were warming up. Um, and usually that was kind of like, whatever would appeal to the masses right yeah so on the radio yeah radio yeah. stuff yeah, yeah for so sure be, that would usually be like hip-hop hits from like the 90s and like into like early 2000s um but yeah no there's there was nothing going on in the earpods in the gym these days i'd say like that's what i was about to say next now fast forward <laughs> now you're moving metal so what since you're moving metal do you what are you playing have you i, I know you i know you're a hate breed girl 
Because I remember, shout out to Haybreed, because that's my, look, and I always loved Haybreed, but I wasn't a Haybreed fanatic. Like, I loved, they're my boys for, since forever. I always loved them more than the band, right? And then not till I got in the gym and started lifting, I really, <laughs> I learned where Haybreed, but now there's no lifting without Haybreed. I tell Jamie that all the time. I don't. Haybreed, I tell everybody out there, and I give you a secret. Hey, you put Haybreed on, it's good for two extra reps, guaranteed. <laughs> okay, so uh, Chris Beatty, their bassist, is a friend, right? And and that's what I told him my jokes because now he's doing. He started his uh like a coffee um line, yeah. Perseverance Brew, which is actually a shout out. Shout out to Beatty, that's my man right there. Hell yeah! Shout out. I call um Connecticut um a New York North. Where they're yeah. at, where they're because they're Yankee territory still. But shout out to Beatty and the Haybree family. That's family right there. So if you haven't had Chris's coffee, it's actually good. I suggest you guys all go order it. He probably has a link up on his um, Instagram somewhere. But um, yeah, I think there's been a couple times where I'd have had a heavy lifting day, and I would send him a text and be like, you know, I had to put on concrete compression. <laughs> But so there is no, yeah, you cannot touch a heavy barbell without some hay breed at some point. You know what I mean? And, I'm and not even joking. Like, I swear on my life, when I'm doing my heavy lifts, I'll forward, you know, and my, most of my, my, my gym thing is mostly hay breed anyway, because I was like, to, you know, to be a meathead, you got to listen to the meatheads and then the top meatheads out there, you know, that, that was made to move metal you know what i mean and i really learned that and i'm like this motherfucker's talking to me while he knows i'm trying to move this and what he's telling me is making me move this two extra reps hey breed is good with two extra reps guaranteed but um i know you listen so you listen to um so you do listen to stuff though when, when you're working out now right oh yeah so now i've got my airpods on yeah so i listen now so obviously like uh i mean hey breeds like heavy in the rotation yeah. um Sometimes I'll just go and grab like another friend's playlist or just like let it go. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. so bad with technology, but you know, like Spotify, it's just like. A, yeah, you let a playlist kind of Yeah, thing. this is or, or whatever. And then it's like, so just like the, I let the AI take over and like, it'll be whatever, like just go through a bunch of hardcore bands. Um, but if it's not heavy enough, then it have to skip. Because it's not that I don't like it, but if it's gym specific, of course, that's what I mean. I know totally. I got this hits that I love in everyday life, but they don't work when I'm trying to, you know, you right. know, I'm trying to overhead press freaking a hundred pound dumbbell. I need to heat some something that's gonna make me push that, you know. Like there's a time and place for everything. And even this is funny because in my old gym, and people make fun of me for this, but I'm also a big Tool fan. I love Tool. If you haven't, if you like Tool and you haven't seen them live, it's also, I feel like it's, it's, it was weirdly like relaxing. I don't know. I can't explain it, but no songs are for the gym. My, I had a, my old gym. Uh, my coach is also a big, uh, my lifting coach is also a big Tool fan. So we used to play a lot of Tool also. Um, again, sometimes if it's playing on, on the like Sono speakers or, or whatever it is, like you got to play something that goes with everyone. Um, so you got to keep it more like a, a little bit more true. lost her she's back she's back. back you back you back all right yeah no but you say yeah no <laughs> but, <laughs> but school is not you gotta skip through a few but i say like 
know, something like Jombie by Tool. That's a great gym song. Obviously, any Metallica. Um, you know, I've always liked TUI. So TUI is pretty good for the gym. Yeah. Um, I'd say they've got a, a, a lot of big bangers in there. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But- to me, music is so important with training in every way. Like, I, I, I show it to the gym about way earlier than I got to go in because that's the only way I'll make it. So I got to literally get there and wake up in my car on, on the thing. But I have a routine and it's crazy. I noticed, I realized how crazy I am. So when I'm in the car, I'm listening in a lot to freestyle music. You know, it's the dance music, Latin freestyle, like Lisa, Lisa, old school shit. So this this is every day. So if you're awake, at, you know, from 3.30 to 5 a.m. East Coast time, Hoya Rocks are listening to freestyle music, right? When I get out the car, all right, it's going to be one minute to five when my gym opens. I put hip hop on. So while I'm walking and I start listening to hip hop and that gets me a little bit more aggressive. <laughs> then when I'm warmed up, boom, hey, breathe. Then it's on. So I got like a whole like it's got to be like a gym experience, like a movie for me. I have a soundtrack that gets me through it. And then when I leave, as I'm leaving, I put my podcast on on the way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. I, um, I, uh, I don't know. What else have I doing lately? I mean, I. I've always liked to converge a lot. Um, you know, sometimes right. like it's not the right time for that in the gym, but but I listen to a lot of that. Um, yeah, uh, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Let me let me ask you this: with the with the going back, because this is what I was curious about. Were you doing the, the 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 whole protein thing? How, without giving out your secrets, how do you um um um? How do you discover, like, how to get it and what is it? Is that, like, a raw form? How, like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of people can make dishes. They buy the protein from somewhere and they bake dishes and they're basically selling their baked skill, but they're not selling the protein, actually. And I was just curious, how does that work? Like, how you go about it? It's a dry mix, so everything's obviously dry. So, So what I did was... I make a vegan version too. And the vegan version is uh, it's pea protein. But then the main one that I started with is there is whey protein in there, but it's dry. So like, it's not too different from if you go and buy whey protein dry off the shelf um, in that sense that you, you know, you're mixing it into smoothies and, and whatever else. But that, that is what gives the, mix all of the protein and then the rest is um different proportions that allow it to kind of like bake into like a pancake consistency properly so um and and i wanted to make sure that i wasn't just doing you know um regular old bleach flour i want it uh, hearty but healthy and but also what people don't realize is you know i think we live in a world that wants to hate carbs but if if you are training a certain way you you need carbs you know you need a good mix of protein carbs and fats um and so that was another big part of it too so it's so there's some almond flour in there there's some cassava flour in there um which actually is um great in terms of baking but it doesn't give you as much of the carbs as like a, a traditional bleached um like flour would um it's like a little lighter so it mixes with something so dense like almond flour it's a good mix um cinnamon salt um vanilla because it gives it like a good like little sweet flavor to it um so yes i played with all those proportions obviously because you still need the pancakes to rise or cook yeah. 
Um, but it does call for extra ingredients that you add to it at home. So just like anything else, you know, it, it, whether it's like pancake mix or um, the cake, yeah. that kind of stuff that you buy in a store, um, some of them are just add water. Like that's like the exactly. Some of them say add oil and an egg, egg. Um, milk, whatever. So for mine, you add one cup of the, for one serving, which makes actually like a decent size of three different uh, pancakes. Uh, you're doing one cup of the mix and then one mashed up banana and one egg. So you're still getting a, a lot of like power and nutrients from that banana as well, but it also gives it a really good flavor and consistency and it sweetens it, which is nice too. Um, and another big thing for me was that I was like, okay, I could still make these protein heavy pancakes, but then I don't want people to have to go and drench them in syrup because that kind of ruins it. And yeah. like, you know, Again, I'm not out here to disrespect syrup. It's delicious, but it's not the healthiest of choices. I mean, if yeah. you're eating pancakes, you're basically just putting sugar water on bread, right? Yeah. I you all, but that's what it is. So, so here I was like, all right, what if I could also get it to be sweet enough that you could just eat it on its own? And so that's where the banana comes into play. Um, but you know, I, I've had some friends that are like, oh, I don't really love banana as much. Or they've tried to swap it out. And I'm like, you do what you want, but I'm telling you, I've tested it a million times. This is the way to do it, and it tastes best this way. And it doesn't have a super banana-y taste either. Um, and then the other option is uh, that works really well, um, and I was doing it a lot when I do events in the fall, is I would do a pumpkin puree and swap that out. And you can buy it in a can from, like, any grocery store. Um, instead of the banana, you can just do that. And then um, it makes it kind of like a pumpkin spice flavor. So. Wow, pot, I never even thought of that to use the yeah. pumpkin shit. So you can do either one of those. Um, so if you're, you're a big time banana hater, uh, go ahead and do the pumpkin. But and if you hate both, then I'm sorry, but this is not for you. You can go find something else. Yeah. <laughs> and let me ask you this with the pro. Um, what do you find? You never ate meat. Did you eat meat? Now I, I just didn't like it. I don't, I don't know. It's not it wasn't like a big I mean, there were certain things like sometimes I would eat chicken, but, but to, to be honest with you, like majority of my life, I was a vegetarian. Right. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It was something about just like if I thought too too hard about the fact that I was eating animals. Also, I didn't like it. Um, and then just some stuff like the consistency kind of freaked me out. But but um, again, it kind of just like because I love to cook and 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 play around with stuff in the kitchen. Um, I found ways to make certain things that I did enjoy and it was also easier, really. I mean, I know vegetarians can get their protein in perfectly fine without touching any meat whatsoever. But for me, it was just, this worked best for me. And I just did, a, I had kind of made this slow transition. It's been maybe like, I want to say like three years or so since I've, I've been eating meat daily and when i say meat i'm not even like a burger and steak person but like i'll eat like chicken turkey. yeah yeah you just add, you added some meats yeah because the reason why i'm saying is because and you basically answered my question and what i thought what i thought was right not that it cannot not be done but i know there's a big debate with training protein and not and and animal proteins and other proteins in the you know in the gym world that's the big thing you know like a lot of people you know if you if, if they want if they're vegan they're using the vegan stuff and just um um in general um pr 
I mean, obviously, if you're vegan, that's your preference. You know, you're going to go with the vegan stuff. But I know there was always a lot of talk because I know people that aren't vegan that are just, what's the best thing to take in general? You know, they're, they're, they're open to anything. You know, yeah. if it's uh, uh, animal-based protein or whatever. So I was just curious on, um, you were vegetarian. You do a lot of um, not, you got uh, the, the pancakes. Uh, ha you have versions that are vegan and all that stuff. Um how do you feel? What do you think on your personal feeling from the animal protein to the other protein? Like, how do you, I, that's what I say. So you don't, cause I know people out there, sometimes they, they attack somebody for how, for what they do. Cause they think they're speaking for them. So I'm just saying, what's your personal opinion on animal proteins versus non-animal proteins on, on your personal body mechanics? How do you feel? So the same. So here's the thing. Protein equals protein. It doesn't matter. So if you're getting enough of it in terms of like the amount of grams that you should be eating, one is not going to make you any feel any better than the other. So like you want to get it through vegan protein. You want to do it through being a vegetarian or you want to do it through whey protein and eating meat. All three of those are just as good. Um, it all, it just for me. And like, I, I've heard this from other people that, Sometimes it just got difficult. So for the lifting the way I do, and for a lot of people that are doing like five days a week of, of strength training, um, it's recommended often that you eat your body weight in grams of protein. So it's horrible. I, I, I tried it, doing it so hard. I weigh 245 pounds. Right. You know, you know how many chicken breasts that is? <laughs> That's exactly it. So, so, if you're not doing it through something that's higher in protein, like chicken, um, it does get harder because, you know, vegetarians, they'll do like nuts, they'll do beans. And yes, but you have to eat a lot more of more. that. To get mm, now what I understand. Is it, it fills you up more, you know, and, and like sometimes it can mess with your stomach. It makes you feel bloated. Like you are too full to keep eating all of it. Um, there's a, a lot of things really. Uh, so that's where it gets kind of difficult. And you don't also want to be eating all of that in, in, um, in shakes either. So it's not like you can be like, okay, well then I'll just skip all that stuff and I'll eat a hundred, like, you know, me, I weigh 135 pounds. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be drinking 135 grams worth of just shakes, but, you know, there's lots of other ways you could do it, like Greek yogurt. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, cottage cheese. I know some people think that's disgusting, but, like, it's actually kind of good if you do it the right way. Oh, that's a hard one for me. That's old school. <laughs> cottage cheese and a melon. That's that. I know you like Arnold, and that's that Arnold shit. That's like, let me eat, let me eat 50 eggs, cottage cheese and a cantaloupe, and, like, a steak. Um. Yeah, but you know what? But that's that's him. It's like, that's the thing is yeah. it's everyone but for me like those are things that i like uh so i don't mind but you know you kind of just gotta to be like all right this is a list of all of the things that i actually like and don't mind eating a lot of and then you kind of play with the numbers yeah. um and then sometimes it's just trial and error being like all right like this is i'm gonna try eating these things like that's what i'm gonna buy at the grocery store see how i feel and then you know after a few weeks if you're like this is not doing it for me then like swap some stuff out and then eventually you'll kind of figure it out and then um I think it depends on the person, but it's all a matter like training, diet, everything is all a matter of habit. So if you stick with it, then you'll yeah. figure out 
for you. And then you can just take that and run with it. Cause, cause for sure. Cause you know, I, I went, um, for a minute there, I went vegetarian too for a while while I was lifting. Cause I was mainly just kind of just losing weight. And then when I started lifting, I was still kind of vegetarian. Then I started eating chicken again. Mm -hmm. I personally, I felt better when I was eating, started eating meat. I don't eat a lot of meat, red meat. I very, it mainly, I mainly eat chicken, turkey and fish. Mm -hmm. But I did feel lifting wise, like before that I was real light and I, I still had like a lot of, you know, um, uh, um, before the eating meat again, I was, um, I had good stamina. I still have decent stamina for what I've been doing, but I felt, I don't know why. I don't know if the fantasy, and I'm not one of these fantasy guys that, you know, you got to eat the animal to lift the weight at these gym morons. I know all of them. I grew up with a bunch of them. But yeah. the fact is, when I did start eating it, I felt like I had a little extra something. I don't know why, yeah. you know, but I did feel it for the weightlifting. Like, so I understand it. And I, and I, you broke it down in an easier way for me to understand that. Yeah. Basically protein is protein, but it's going to take, it's going to take you longer if you got to eat a freaking bowl of beans this big. Or you can eat a steak, you know. The unfortunate thing is, like, if you are really um, trying to count your macros, um, you know, yeah, you can eat more of the, like, you know, something like lentils, you know, that's a high-protein um, thing that, you know, I mean, I'm assuming it's maybe, like, a go-to for a lot of vegetarians and vegans when if they're trying to pack it in. But um, even that, then the amount of carbs that you're taking in will immediately go up, right? Because there's a lot more carbs in uh, something like lentils or, or any kind of God. like legumes really um, compared to something like a piece of chicken. So if you're, if you're trying to keep track of your macros and stay within your budget in terms of like whatever carbs you're allotted and, and fat, cause you know, then the fat can go up too, depending on what you're eating. Um, then, it once again, it's kind of hard. It's like you're doing a goddamn puzzle, but um, but yeah, like you, like you did, you kind of just have to like mix up your diet, see what makes you personally feel best, and then just yeah. go from there. You know, I mean, the good thing is that's why I like what you did with the pancake thing because you know that's the struggle when, when you're playing the protein game is getting that amount of protein in, and you know, as good as chicken, I love chicken. Nobody loves chicken more than me, but you eat chicken, you know, it gets to a point, you don't even taste it. You know, it's like, okay, already. Then it's good, you know, and then you have the sweet tooth. And it's good when you could get something to, 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 to soothe your mind and also still get what you need to get in when yeah. you're playing the, the protein game. That's why I think there's also a big market more now than ever with the cupcake protein, you know. Oh, at yeah. first it was everybody making the bars at home very simple style, but then people started really going in with the donuts and doing, which a little bit more decadent, but you could, if you stack it with protein, it's fair game. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, nobody wants McDonald's, but if you got nothing to eat, you take that piece of meat. If you have to, you're going to get some protein out of that. What those mealworms, whatever you want to call them, you do what you got to do. If you're playing the protein game, you know that because when you're tracking, I seen guys do the craziest shit that are, you know, to stay on, I'm like, they're not even on pros, but they're insane with it. You know, however they got to do it, they get it. So I get it. And, um, Adam Blake from HO, shout out to Adam Blake. He had me at one point when I was playing around with diets, ha eating my body weight and protein. And that shit was impossible. And I'm an eater. And I was like, I can't keep up. I was just, my jaws hurt. No, but it's not, it's not easy. And then you start to feel kind of grossed out. Yeah. 
repeating the same thing over and over. And there's some people that just don't care, right? Like for you and I, it sounds like we like food. Like I want to, I want whatever I'm eating to taste good. There's other people that don't care. And I've seen plenty of friends that are like, I just eat chicken or like ground turkey, rice and broccoli. And that's what they eat every day. And I'm like, if that works for you, that's fine. But I damn sure can't do it. I fucked up because I'm one of those people, right? But I'm good for one. <laughs> I could quit anything and I'm good. The minute I start back, it's a wrap. So yeah. I was good. I was eating like clockwork and I was content. I was like, I'm a, I'm a creature of, of, of habit. I'm good. And then when I started eating the chicken again, oh, forget it. You know, now you can have roasted chicken breast or, or you know, a, a stewed chicken breast, chicken and rice, chicken and, oh, forget it. And then I, uh, yeah, let me throw in a piece of meat. One, yeah. so, and then, you know how it goes from there. And then it's like. I mean, there's ways around that too, right? Like if you like hot sauce or something, just put it on there to change it up. But Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, you gotta, it's. The one other thing that I've explained to friends is sometimes you just have to think about if you're trying to change your eating habits, something that I like to say is you think about it like a bank account, right? So like it's these little changes that you make that make a difference over time, like saving money. So like you wake up every morning and you're like, okay, this is what I have to spend in terms of calories, macros, however you want to think of it. And be like, how do I want to spend that? Right? So if you know you're going to dinner with friends and like, you want to splurge a little bit there, then you have to be a little more conservative in the beginning portion of your day. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's fun or easy, but if you do it enough, you get used to it. And, and then when you start to see the changes that you wanted to see over time, that's when you're really like, it, just like saving money when you're like, oh shit, like all of a sudden I've got 10 grand in the bank. I did that. Now let's see if I can hit 20. Right. So you're like, I lost five pounds. Now let's see if I can lose 10. Yeah. Um, and so that's it. And, and so it's all about habit. And it's all about thinking about it. That exactly. I try to tell people health is a slow burn. You know, people, you know, if, if you could just get it in your head and take your time with it, you know, like anything, you know, you work at something, it, it, the, the, you appreciate it more, you know, you'll, and you'll dig in more because you're like, man, I busted my ass I did this far and you working that hard for it. That's the discipline. You know, that's what's training you to, you know, say I could do it. You lasted six, six months. It showed you could do another six. So that's, you know, that's the good part of that. Like if you could, you just got to get there. That's what I tell people. You just got to get there, you know, get your food together and, and, and your habits right. And that's the thing with the food thing. It's um, it's hard. But nowadays, there's more like people like you putting food together, making it a little bit more fun and a little bit more um, uh, appetizing than the, the 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 old health foods from the old days. You know, now you know. And again, and people could also be supporting the movement. People, I think, especially our world, uh, there's a lot of people into lifting and all that stuff. And um, so I think it's great. And um, what's your plan? What would you like to see from your company now forward right now? What do you want to do next? You got, you did a couple. Are you trying something new, a, a cupcake? Are you trying a new flavor? Are you trying something new? Are you trying a new business? What are you doing after this? So what's been, I think, the most fun is doing events, right? So whether it's be uh, 
you know, doing food for bands at shows or being a food vendor. Um, the next thing I have coming up is in two weeks, uh, Baltimore is doing, usually every year Baltimore does the, um, or Maryland does the Maryland Death Fest, so Death Metal Festival. So they put a pause on it. And then this year they started this huge fest called Hell in the Harbor, which is going to be awesome. Uh, it is in two weeks. It's 90% sold out. So if you are interested, everybody get your tickets. But um, I'm going to be a food vendor there. Um, and that's kind of the stuff that I think has been the most fun for me because I get to kind of play around with the menu. So it's going pancakes, but I'm going to put a different spin on it because obviously it's going to be it's two days worth of a festival. Doors are at 12 every morning or afternoon, whatever you want to call 12. But, you know, people are going to be there all day and they're going to want a little bit more in terms of food. So I'm doing hot dogs and we're calling them death dogs. But <laughs> the bun is going to be a pan. And then we're doing. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's a good twist right there. So we're doing a hot dog on a pancake bun. Then we're going to do one that's like a breakfast sausage on a pancake bun. And then that's good. The breakfast that's even more makes more. That's good shit right there. So that kind of stuff has been really fun for me, especially with like playing with the names, coming up with different, you know, menu items. And then I bring in and, and then I get to like reach out to some of my favorite bands that are playing the fest and then um, ask them if they want to join in and just like either name some of the menu items or like yeah. help date and like. Um, so, so for this one for Helena Harbor, um, I've got, so vomit forth and, uh, internal bleeding kind of stepped in and they each named one item on the menu. Uh, and so I've been testing those out and, um, it's going to, and so like, obviously, you know, they'll, we'll all come by and like eat and take some photos with their hot dogs and then, uh, you know, go watch their sets and. And uh, I'll be obviously busy cooking most of the time, but uh, that's kind of like the part of it that's been most fun for me. So I think I'm going to continue to do stuff like that. Um, festivals, uh, maybe some shows. Um, and you want to be out there with the people spreading the protein pancake word is what you're saying. Let everybody know your Instagram and the company's Instagram and everywhere they could find. Everybody, go out and get these pancakes. They're good. I was going to try to eat them on the show, but they didn't make it. Uh, but go get your proteins on. Let everybody know your your handles. So the handle is it's killer underscore cakes underscore co. So it's just CO. Uh, we don't bother with the full word company. So I learned that today with a new show. So learn how to say your name properly things you learn yeah so that's it and then there's like a little link in the bio so what i mostly do through that that's like a big cartel link i sell the mix and you can make it at home um but if you're in the baltimore area or if you're planning to travel and you want to come to hell in the harbor come by the tent say hi um but if you follow along then i'll just post whatever the next you know fest or whatever it is that we're doing um but yeah and, and that's really it thank you for having me and, and thank you to everyone the bands the friends that supported so far it's been a lot of fun and and i look forward to supporting everybody's um you know business ventures or whatever else creative outlet it, it may be that that that, that they're going to dive into like yeah. i'm right there behind you and and i'll be the first to support you good no i'm glad you you jumped on i mean we, we, we've been trying to make this happen next time we're going to do i want to do one in the future where you give us a little pancake tutorial how to make them that way we could tell these people when you buy them, now they can sign on with a new chance. She'll cook the pancakes with you. You see how that works? 
I see, but also what we should do is we'll do a blind taste test where people are blindfolded and they're going to pick which one is their favorite. Because boom. I promise you it's going to be mine. I'm All right, boom. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's what we're going to do. Everybody, make sure you go support the movement. Go get those pancakes. Go follow her. Follow the company. Baltimore, uh, Washington, D.C., East Coast. Listen, in Europe, I know you Europeans out here listening and I know you love them pancakes. Go get those pancakes. Anusha, thanks for jumping on. I'll let you know when this drops. I'll hit you later with all the information. We'll talk soon, everybody. We out of here.